Brat and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. How's that beautiful, desolate world out there treating your fellow Hellsingers? It's pretty good, unless you're tied up in a warehouse somewhere just waiting to be food. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. that's mm. not cool. Always has a backup plan. Oh, well. I mean, you should. That's a good idea. Yeah, it is. Um, before we break down the episode, though, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jen Dev. He is on Instagram under Ramblin' Brad. Brad, what's going on with Facebook? Uh, we got the Pure Fandom Van Helsing uh, group over there. A lot of people in there talking stuff. Uh, wanting Vanessa back is a big topic of things. Uh, she is this. Okay. I, yeah, it's you know, everyone's like, it better come back this episode. I'm like, yes, no. Well, I'm not going to say anything like that. I'm I'm going with the flow. Yep. But uh, she is missed. Mm-hmm. It'll be back eventually. It'll happen. Just, yeah, just yeah. And yeah, that's about it. Okay. Uh, so you ready to jump into the episode? Because a lot happened. Hey, go for it. All right. So this is episode uh, 506, Carpe Noctis. It was written by Gorman Lee and S.J. Trohemchik. The director, of course, is our fave, Jonathan Scarfi. I'm always worried I'm saying his name wrong. <laughs> well, uh, hey, you got the other guy's name right, so I'm good with that. You know, I would have looked at him. Like, lady. Mm, lady. Well, you got her name right. I would have been like, I don't know. Court, what's this last name? <laughs> you do do that. <laughs> All right. So what was this episode about? Uh, while on the Van Helsing trail, because, you know, we get, they got that handy dandy combus, mm-hmm. uh, Axel and Julius meet Nina, an important figure from Julius's past. But is she as innocent as he remembers? <laughs> she wasn't innocent to start with. Come on. No. Yeah. Like, you, he romanticized the shit out of that. Yes, he did. Just a little bit. I mean, they run across her. She's a little bit in trouble. She's got a bag over her head. <laughs> Um, I love the fact that Axel is like, they're talking about, you know, Julius and Axel having a conversation going, yeah, but we can't heal. And Axel's like, well, we did it before we were this way. So, hey, you know, what's the difference? <laughs> Let's just run in and save people. And the fact that yeah, they, and they have uh, that orange, uh, you know, it, it was off. In it? The distance. Yeah. Yeah. It was off in the distance. So, uh, yes. Yeah. I, it was nice though when they pulled a, the hood over from over the top over find out that she's you know somebody who he just happens to know that is always very very much fun mm-hmm. like hey you're still alive i'm still alive it's been what a couple of decades nice yeah. what have you been up to and her well it's like the pandemic exactly that made me sad <laughs> but go ahead uh I like the fact that Nina stated there was a wall on the East Coast. Yes. Yeah, she kept saying beyond the wall, and I kept getting Game of Thrones feels. So no, I, I'm ready. No, no. Let's go. Let's go beyond the wall. Let's the, get wild. The watchers of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, also, Nina would never cross her baby, Julius. Oh, no. 
yeah. I fell in love with them as a couple, even though she was she's bad news. But I wanted that for him. For, so I just wanted it so bad. No, she's not bad news. She's a total vampire. It was just all there. Oh, no, she is. She is. But the bad part about that is that he wanted to make her human. Like, hey, Vi can totally bring you back to the other side. And right. she wanted to bring him to the other side. So it was all about bad. It was all about choice. Mm hmm. And respecting the other person's choice. Yep. I did not like what she did to him like later in the episode. Because well, well. he was, well, I don't know if he was giving her choices. He was trying to take her back to Violet, who would have just bit her anyway. Right. And then she would have been yeah. different. But uh, So yeah. we get the flashback of them meeting in Chicago, 1984. Yeah. Uh, when Julius was a little bit more of a bottom feeder back then. Um, but yeah. I think that was required with that wig he had on. Man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's an animal that crawled up there and died on his head. It was just like, whoa. He he ate the animal and wore its fur. <laughs> that was rough one. I was like Yes, it was. That's not fooling anybody. We know that's not real <laughs> hair. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's cool. I, I, as as always, I just went with it. And um so we got to see what happened to him like after he left Dimitri and their brood. Right. Like they had that break. Yeah, because he was turned by Dimitri. So, yeah. Um, and I love that callback. Yeah. We got Dimitri and Mama, what Dimitri mentioned. But he also said that, you know, he used to have his own pack that he hunted town to town in. Just, yeah. Which flashed me back to that ever so great movie, Near Dark, with Bill Paxton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. And that's actually what I pictured, you know, somebody just walking on a ball or bar and slitting someone's throat. Um, and I went to Alaska. Yeah. I can't remember what that movie's called right now, but you know when they go to Alaska. Oh, that was Three like, Days a Night. Yes. So yeah, I could totally see Julius yeah, doing that. Yeah. And yeah, I could totally see that happening. Uh, we find out that Nina was an actress way back in the day because they went to the movies. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she was watching the silent, well, the silent film. Like mm-hmm. she was that actress. And every time. She was like, you used to be one of my favorites. She hated it. Yeah, and she's like, I'm not that person. And we kind of find out more yeah. about that with her, you know, when she yeah. ends up saying she, like, killed the first guy who touched her. And she was been, she's been dark the whole entire time, regardless, before she was even oh, yeah. vampire. She was Pretty cutthroat mm-hmm. from the start. Uh, he feeds off of her and gets a little power-up thing. I was kind of yeah. confused about that for a moment. Because I... Kind of, I was like, Dimitri turned him, right? Yes, I knew that was yeah. the case, but it's just been a while. And yeah, it's been a while, and plus, he hasn't been eating the best things, mm-hmm. like him or Mama. Like they've been feeding on animals, like, and we know that from the lore. Like, it, what, how you are or you portray yourself, um, a lot of that depends on what you're eating, right? Who you're eating, <laughs> who and what you're eating. But we also know that he ended up back in the shadows again as a yes. bottom feeder because in season one, episode one ish or something like that, we mm-hmm. first see Julius and he's, uh, hiding in the shadows of a house. Yeah. Right. Before everything falls down. Right. So he was already kind of doing that little thing there. So, um, was that before or after he killed flesh? One of the two, I think it was before we saw that, but yeah, that's how we kind of, we're introduced to him. He was always creepy crawling in the in the shadows before he rose to brood status. Yeah. Uh, 
I have to point out that the song that they picked out for this flashback was a great song. I loved it so totally much. Uh, it's The Killing Moon by Echo and a Buddyman, which actually was released on in 1984. So I like the fact that they got it right. Yeah, <laughs> it was very 80s. And the song is perfect for the whole metaphor of Julius and Nina anyhow, because it yeah. basically, if you listen to the song, listen to the lyrics on it, it covers everything from like birth to death, and then it's the internal battle between fate and human will. So mm-hmm. it's like it was just a perfect pick for that section of Julius and his back songs. I just I loved yeah. it. It was great. I'm yeah, I don't know. You sent it to me, and uh, yeah, like it was definitely on point. Yeah, it's it's so there. It's been used in a couple different things, and um. But yeah, it's it, it fit really well in this one. Yeah, I, I liked it. It reminded me a lot of that. You know the Howl song from one of the Howling movies? Mm-hmm. I think it's Howling too. It, it had that sound for me. But like you said, the lyrics totally fit them. They were actually uh, in... I think they they weren't there, but the, the lead singer wrote something. It's all tied together. A lot of that stuff came in during the 80s, was used in a lot of movies. Really? Like uh, David, okay. David Bowie's, um, uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember, From the Hunger was actually one of them. And There's a lot of stuff, a lot of dark goth music that was in the horror movies in the 80s. It's great. Uh, on off, off of music talk now. Uh, Nina takes them to a place. Uh, they, they get out of the flashback. And they can't go forward because we see the big orange cloud mm-hmm. of badness. Yes. And that kind of shows that that has gotten a little bit more huger than just the dust that was around the outside of the shelter that they were in last uh, when our, where Doc was working. Yeah, and Doc said it was bound to spread even further. Mm-hmm. I think of it like the um, that nuclear winter that we saw, let's say, in uh, what were we watching a couple months ago? The Expanse. Mm-hmm. So I, I think of it like that way. Like it's going to like cover a lot of ground. Maybe everybody needs to get to the wall. Yeah. I, it's pr- well, it's going to go over the wall too. So hmm. yeah, we'll see. True. Uh, so Nina says, you know, there's, they're going to take her to a place for shelter because there's a mean vampire out there in the wilderness. And they uh, get there, and she kind of disappears because she needed to feed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And she has some people tied up for feeding. Come to find out she's the mean vampire that she was warning them about. Yeah, like, that's her territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Axel is not very happy with her. Oh no! Like, from the start, <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to take her. Period. He was done. No, we're not taking her. But he, he was very suspicious of her from the start. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, what are you doing out here? What's going on? Right? Why are we? No, what? Who? Oh, I don't like you. You're trying to be me. <laughs> it's not going to work well. We did get the other flashback with Mama. We did. It, it was very, very great to see her again, like that actress. And so my question was, did Julius go with her or did he stay with Mama? He stayed with Mama. That's why. Like, he hasn't seen her since then. He stayed with Mama and she set him up with Van Helsing. Like, remember? Mm-hmm. But 
Also, why was she calling Julius her baby? Because they weren't together for but a two nights, right? Uh, it seemed like she, they had a longer time <laughs> together. Uh, she she kind of played him, dude. Was that what was going down? Like, yeah, she played him a little, but she did like him. Mm-hmm. Like, there was something in him that called to her, and she did like him and wanted to spend time with him. But she played him a little bit too. Yeah, and then led the Van Helsing to kind of take him out. Oops. Yeah. Because he wouldn't come with her. Like, he wanted to hang out with his mama. Mama. She's, he was a mama's boy. Definitely. He was. And she knew that. You have to accept that. Uh, my big disappointment. No yeah, my big disappointment in this episode was Axel siphoning gas. <laughs> Where is my deep fryer scavenging? I want to see that, not trying to get old gas out of a minivan that he may have run past twice. I'm just saying. Just, yeah, just in your brain to think that whoever had that van previously, they did the, the bacon grease or the, the fry cook grease that you were talking about with so, the diesel. I'm just going with the whole, everybody's running diesel now. Okay. All right. Exactly. Just go with that. But I did like the fact that Axel pinned down being shot at was able to make a gas can bomb. That was kind of handy. Very. If it was diesel, it wouldn't have blown <laughs> I mean, they have to think on their feet. Yeah. Uh, Nina runs off and comes back just in time to uh, to for the Delta Force uh, vamp group to head in and take them under gunpoint. Uh, she also claims to know things about the Dark One, which is, you know, a very vague answer. I know things. Mm-hmm. Always a good thing to do. If you're in the apocalypse, always say, I know things about something. And, you know, generally that can stay your execution for a while. And you're like, what kind of things? Stuff and things. Stuff and things. I did like it when the Oracle came through one of the soldiers. That was cool. Like, I was kind of curious to see where she would stand at this point now that she knows that she's going to be dying at some point, possibly at the hands of the person she loves the most. Right. But she's still able to come through and, you know, knows Axel's out there also. Yeah. And heading towards them. So we find out. She's strong. Oh, she's very strong. We find out from Nina that the Dark One is gathering the brood leaders, and she refused to meet with her because she just wants her own stuff. So she sent the the vampire Delta Force after her to kill her off. That was cool. I can I say that I really love that they brought back the broods. Like we haven't really seen too much of them since the first season. Like this show has done a really good job of reinventing itself or adding to its mythos over, you know, the seasons. And we saw Vanessa and her family background kind of grow, but we didn't really see too much more with the broods. Right. So I like that they're back. And and they're all over the place. So that's kind of cool. I did like that. Yeah. And of course the dark one wants them to square their fealty. And, uh, you know, Ben and me. Well, of course. I've got a lot of Game of Thrones references to this episode. I'm sorry. But she's she's beyond the wall. She's in the high castle. You know, she's good. Ben and me. <laughs> she may have dragons. We don't know. It could be that. Possibly. That would be cool. A vampire dragon. Hey, why not? Um, Nina tries to bite Julius to turn him back into a vampire, but that doesn't really work out well that she did that. And she goes, yeah. You? <laughs> yeah, and Axel kind of warned her like earlier in the episode where um, he was like, you can try to bite me if you want to, but you won't like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did, yeah. too. Um, 
So that's the effect of the Van Helsing bite. Right. Like he can't be changed back ever. He's immune. Uh, Julius tells Dina he wants her to turn back. And this is where she comes in with the whole that she isn't the person that he thinks she was. She wasn't that sweet and innocent girl on t- on the, in the movies. And she killed yeah. to get the role she wanted and was pretty much an already dark, murderous person before she got turned into a vampire. Yeah. Which is also shows through when she set him up for the Van Helsing to um, kind of take him out when she didn't meet up with Nina. When he did, like, she was a very dark character. Mm. Like I, 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 I'm glad we didn't get to see her actually die because you know our rule. Because I kind of wanted her, you know, pop up again. Not as like super, super evil. Right <laughs> now, I did the whole fact that she was looking at the magic compass and everything else, and then they also left said magic compass on a clipboard in a car with the windows rolled down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were just inviting it to happen. Uh, a freaking crow could have came over and picked it up and flew off with it. Anything. It was like, yeah. you might as well just taped it and said, don't touch, and just left it there. But, <laughs> yeah, she runs off with it. She was going to take it to the old dark one there, you know, make up for some stuff. Uh, but Axel was way ahead of her on that, and he kind of met up with her. Yeah. What did you think? I, I like the scene after they both pulled out their knives and decided they were going to do it um, uh, hand-to-hand combat there with Julius in the car in the passenger seat looking out the window. I was like, who's going to be driving? Right. Because I was waiting to hear her voice. I'm like, wait a minute, where's Axel? Yeah, there was a good chance that it could have been either way because it was just one of those things. Yeah. But like you said, we didn't see a body, so she could maybe have still been alive? Possibly. And, like, letting Julius think she's dead is the only way that he would definitely come with Axel. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Like, because I could see her slinking off, licking her wounds, mm-hmm. like, onto the next thing, because she's done that before. Right. Just stay away and go somewhere else. Right. So- but... Like Axel also could have gone the other way. It's like, uh, you're not the best person. You stole the compass and I asked you to give it back nicely. You wouldn't give it back. So you're dead. Yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and kill you because, you know, you're going to screw things up. Yeah. And Julius will understand as we saw he did because she's not, she wasn't the best person. Uh huh. Yeah. So that was the episode. I kind of like this one. It was very, I like, I love the flashback of Julius a little bit more on him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Liked it. Good. What's your thought? And it, it's so cra- it was so crazy. Like we only got this one episode with that actress, um, Allie Liebert, and she she was fantastic. She made an impression. Like I enjoyed her character very much, even though she was shady as hell. Right. Like I wanted I wanted more time with her. I still love the fact that <sighs> vampires just walk around with blood dripping off their chins, and no one cares. Dude. Like, she didn't care at all. If the police had stopped them back in the 80s, like, she was ready to fight. Right. She just kill off the police. I love the fact that when Julius was trying to hide, she was like, we're weapons. Hello. Yes. <laughs> we'll just take them out. Chicago police. It'll be fine. All right. Well, you got anything else for this one? 
No, I think we've pretty much covered everything. I'm just uh, looking forward to seeing where we head next and hoping we get to see Vanessa soon. Totally. Like I'm, I'm down with wherever they take the story. Like I just, um, I want to see Vanessa too. Eventually, eventually she'll show up. I'm sure. What, whenever. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can find our older podcasts there as well. And there's some awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Brad, one thing. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> so when the Van Helsing showed up in the 80s, were you for a minute thinking that the hood would come off and you would see Jack? Because I, I, I did. I had that thought. I was kind of curious about that. And I, I was yeah. like, hmm, is this going to be... Who's it going to be? Which Van Helsing do we got going on? Right. But yeah, I was kind of looking forward to seeing Jack show up again at some point. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully when they get to the coordinates or whatever. I we'll see, see. I want to see old woman Jack coming in. I've been We're killing, probably going to see still looking young Jack because they stop aging. I've been killing vampires Maybe. now for 218,000 years. <laughs> Would you call them Mother Abigail Jack? <laughs> Mother Abigail Jack. Come into my cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm sorry. If y'all have any thoughts or comments in the episode, drop them below. Hit me up on Twitter. Come find Brad on Instagram. He's got a lot of awesome stuff going on over there. Um, visit the group on Facebook. Um, a lot of great people over there um, just loving on the show and you know theorizing. So go ahead and join the fun. Yep, definitely. Come on, join us. And until next time. Until next time, are you a bottom feeder or a prize fighter? I'm a prize fighter. Bing, bing, boom. <laughs> That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.